Hey friend, how are you? Okay, today's episode is a little bit unusual for me because normally I've planned and prepped these episodes well in advance and most of the episodes that you hear are usually recorded about three weeks before they actually go live. But today's episode is really different. I was feeling something over the weekend, I was struggling with something over the weekend and I thought, do you know what? If I'm struggling with this right now, then I'm sure somebody out there needs to hear this too. And this this is for you. If you are struggling with that horrible like winter blue seasonal kind of down feeling then this episode is for you. We're going to unpack what it is, what causes it and I'm going to give you some really simple effective strategies that you can use to help you to overcome this. Grab yourself that pen and paper and let's dive in. Welcome to the Fit Productive Mum podcast. Are you fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy? Are you frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can stick with forever? Do you wish there was an easy way to work with your body to really transform your health from the inside out? Hey, I'm SJ and after 14 years of teaching, I took the leap into the entrepreneur space so I know how hard it can be to grow a business while still being a present mummy and that your needs come and last, leaving you feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. In this podcast, I will give you the tools you need to reclaim your energy and time so you can finally love the life you're in. If you're ready to commit to making yourself a priority, then this is the podcast for you. I'm so excited to keep you accountable, be your coach, give you some tough love and laugh with you. Let's come together and make things happen. If you've been hanging out with me for a while, you know I live in the UK. You can probably guess that from my accent. I live on a farm in the south of the UK in a county called Dorset. So I am in the Northern Hemisphere. And if you're living in the Northern Hemisphere, as I am recording this, you know that right now we are well into winter. I don't know about you, but I always find January such a tough month and February as well, because in the lead up to Christmas, everything's super exciting and Christmassy. And then January, in February it's just like oh gosh it's cold it's wet it's miserable we're still in winter spring feels like a really really long way off and this weekend in particular I really really struggled with my mindset the way that I was feeling my mood and I really did feel like a little bit of this depression creeping back in and I think if I look back at it now I really understand a bit better what it is that's going on. It's something that I've struggled with a lot in the past. And I thought, you know what, if I'm struggling with this, I know that there is somebody that needs to hear this. And this, if this is you and you're struggling a bit with the winter blues, then stay tuned. Remember, you're not on your own. And we are always going through these things together. And 
what really triggered it for me, I think this weekend in particular, was last week we had a few days where it was warm, it was sunny, I was actually cycling to go and pick Chloe up from her new school and I've got like this trail gator thing that I can put on the back of my bike that lifts the front wheel of her bike up and she can cycle along behind me. And we did that about two or three times last week and the weather was lovely, it was warm and it was dry. And my brain kind of started to think, oh wow, you know, we're coming into spring, you know, we're doing, we're coming into summer. And then on the weekend, we were sort of laying a patio to put a shed on. And we were, I was just thinking, oh, you know, we're coming into summer. And then the Sunday, the weather turned and it was cold and it was windy and it was wet and it was miserable and I just thought oh my goodness and my mood just dropped and I just felt so gloomy and I really really did feel like this grey cloud was like literally sitting over the top of my head and I kind of lost it a bit to be honest with you I normally take Chloe to a swimming lesson on a Sunday and I was just like I can't cope with this I really really cannot cope with this and I was thinking about where I was in my cycle and right now I'm in the follicular phase so I knew that it wasn't anything to do with my infradian rhythm that 28 day rhythm that we have as women and I thought do you know what it must be to do with the time of year you might have heard of a term called SADS before and what that actually stands for is seasonal affective disorder and I know that in the past I have definitely struggled with it. I still struggle with it now, not so much these days because I'm working for myself, I have more flexibility over my time, I can change like the way that I'm working to make sure that I'm looking after my mental health but the days when I used to struggle the most was when I was teaching and it was the worst like in the winter I would be getting up in the dark I'd be at school at half past seven in the morning in the dark and I wouldn't be leaving school until like gone five six o'clock and again going home in the dark and I spent most of the day in the classroom so I really never did see any sort of like natural light and natural sunlight and that's the key thing about SADS or seasonal disorder. So let's dig into a little bit about what it is and then we're going to talk about how it can impact us and then I'm going to give you some of the strategies that I use to help me overcome this depression if you like, this seasonal depression. Now whenever I'm looking up the te- the technique technical terms for these kind of things I always go to the NHS website so here in the UK we have the National Health Service and they have this really really great website that gives you some really basic simple descriptions of what things are and some ideas of you know like how it impacts your body which is really really great so I went to the NHS website and it describes SADS as seasonal affective disorder and it's a type of depression that comes and goes in a seasonal pattern. So if you're somebody who sees yourself feeling like really, really high energy in the summer, but you find that come January, and I do think it's always post Christmas for me when it really does start 
to kick in because I'm super excited about Christmas and I'm looking forward to Christmas and the new year and the holidays but I really find that SADS kicks in for January and February for me and it talks about SADS as being sometimes known as the winter depression or the winter blues because the symptoms usually are more obvious and more severe during the winter. Now, symptoms of SADS can be things like a persistent low mood, a loss of pleasure or interest in normal everyday activities. And that was a really big kind of like red flashing neon sign for me at the weekend because I normally look forward to taking Chloe to her swimming lesson and I just didn't want to go. I did not want to go. I didn't want to go down to the gym. I didn't want to take her in the pool. I was just like, nope not in the mood. Another symptom is irritability and I was definitely feeling quite cranky. Feelings of despair, guilt and worthlessness and then also because I didn't want to take Chloe to her swimming lesson I felt guilty. Feeling lethargic and over the past few weeks the amount of times I've turned to Tim and I've said I feel so tired, I feel really really tired, I don't know why I haven't got any energy, I was feeling sleepy during the day Another symptoms is sleeping for longer than normal and finding it hard to get up in the morning. Now, of course, if you've got really young children and you're being woken up in the night, then of course you're going to like feel tired. But on the whole at the moment, you know, I've got a four year old. She sleeps through the night. She might get up and go to the toilet and she's doing this really fun thing at the moment where she gets up and goes to the toilet and then she comes into our room and announces that she's actually been to the toilet. She doesn't need any help or anything. She just likes to tell us and wake us up in the middle of the night. And then she just shuts the door and goes back to bed. So we've been woken up. And one of the other symptoms of SAD is craving carbohydrates and gaining weight so of course for us if we're thinking about on a weight if we're thinking about our weight we're thinking about being on a weight loss journey a health and fitness journey this seasonal depression can really have us craving carbohydrates and by carbohydrates we mean you know all the sweet stuff the the chocolate the crisps and all of those things which of course, you know, they're fine in moderation, but if you find that you want to consume them a lot, which I certainly have been, we can then find that we can easily be gaining weight. And this is where it's really important for us within a cycle sinking mentality as well, because we know that certain times of our cycle, our mood is different, our mood is lower towards the luteal phase, our body is often craving more carbohydrates. And if you are in that luteal phase, but you're feeling that those feelings are compounded, it could be related to the seasonal feelings, like the seasonal depression. And I certainly recognized a lot of those symptoms in myself. And particularly because I was feeling those symptoms in my follicular phase, when usually I'm full of energy, I'm ready to do all the things, I want to go and see all the people and I just did not want to go. So that was a huge big red flashing sign and I thought okay right this is probably what is going on. Now, if you're listening to this and you're recognizing some of some of these symptoms, of course, I'm going to say to you, if it is a big deal and it's something that you're really struggling to cope with, you need to go and see a doctor. But 
what I thought I would do is talk to you a little bit now about what actually causes these feelings and then I'm going to share with you some of the things that you can be doing for yourself so that you can be helping yourself if you think that this is something you might be struggling with but definitely go and get some medical advice if you feel that it's something that you can't cope with on your own. So what causes SADS? And like many conditions, like the exact cause is not really fully understood. But the general theory and the general consensus is that it's linked to the reduced exposure to sunlight during the shorter autumn and winter days. Now, if you're in the UK right now, like the sun just about comes up about eight o'clock in the morning and it sort of disappears about four o'clock in the afternoon, which is a real contrast from the summer where you know like it's light at five in the morning and it's dark at 10 o'clock at night it is such a difference and that it can be a huge huge trigger for people when it comes to sads and the main theory is that this lack of sunlight might stop a part of the brain called the hypothalamus from working properly so it can affect three things within your hypothalamus so it can affect the production of melatonin you've probably heard of melatonin as the hormone that makes you feel sleepy and in cases of sad seasonal disorder the body may produce it in a higher than normal level which is why you could be feeling that you want to be asleep earlier you want to be going to bed earlier you want to be staying in bed in the mornings Now it can also impact the production of serotonin and serotonin is a hormone that affects your mood, your appetite and sleep and a lack of sunlight may lead to lower serotonin levels which is linked to feelings of depression and if you've got low levels of serotonin it can also make your body want to crave carbohydrates, it can make you want to feel like you want to eat more and if you think about like animals in the winter when you know they want to go into hibernation many people who struggle with SADS feel like they just want to hibernate they just want to stay indoors in the warm and eat all the food and that's because your body is struggling with this production of serotonin and the other thing that the third thing that it impacts is your body's internal clock and the internal clock that we're talking about in this sense is your circadian rhythm but of course anything that impacts your circadian rhythm is really likely to impact our infradian rhythm this 28 day on average cycle that we as women have so your body uses sunlight to time various important functions and I've touched on this before in previous episodes such as when you wake up you know like we used to you know before we had like clocks and electricity and things like that our bodies would just naturally wake up with the sun so lower light levels during the winter are really likely to disrupt your body clock and lead to symptoms of SADS now I am going to say to you again because of course I'm not a medical professional and if you're recognizing any of these symptoms and these symptoms are things that you are struggling with and you're struggling to cope on your own and perhaps your depression is making you feel you know like really really dark and you're feeling really lonely really isolated or perhaps you've ever had like really negative thoughts of you know like suicidal thoughts you absolutely need to go and see a doctor 
because the doctor can carry out an assessment to check your mental health. They're going to ask you about your mood, your lifestyle, your eating habits, your sleeping patterns, and any seasonal changes in your thoughts and your behavior. And they can offer treatment, things like antidepressants and talking therapies such as CBT and counseling. So you absolutely should be checking in with the doctor if you feel like you can't cope with any of these symptoms. Now, that being said, Often it takes time. I don't know what it's like in other countries, but here in the UK at the moment with the NHS under a lot of pressure because of COVID, it can take a lot of time to see a doctor. And even if a doctor does give you some antidepressants, those can often take time to have a positive impact on your body. It can take time to get counselling. So I thought I would share with you some of the things that you could actually do to change things for yourself right now. And they're only going to help you if you are struggling with sads with the winter blues so of course I'm going to say to you your lifestyle is key here to helping yourself and here are my top suggestions of the things that you can do to support yourself if you are struggling with this so number one really is about getting as much natural light as possible now I get it it's hard like if you are somebody who has a nine to five job or you work shifts or you work nights you know that can be hard if you're up with your kids in the night and you're trying to sleep during the day that can be particularly challenging as well of course if you work from home like I do it's easier But perhaps if you have a job where you have a desk in an office, maybe you could have a chat with your boss and ask about moving desks so that you're closer to a window. And if you have a desk at home, definitely think about working in a space where there is a window, where there's more natural light. I actually moved my desk because I knew in winter I was going to struggle. I have my desk in the spare room in our house and I actually move my desk so that I'm now facing a window. So as I'm recording this podcast, I'm sat here with this microphone and my laptop in front of me and I'm literally sat in front of a window because the light is then coming through the window and I know that that is going to help me massively with the winter blues. So see if there's a way that you can sit in a different part of your house when you know that you're going to get more sunshine maybe you might have a conservatory or an orangery or something like that just spend more time in that space where you're gonna get more natural light now the other thing that I would really suggest and I bang on about this in my Instagram stories all the time is to go out at lunchtime if you have a lunch break programmed into your work day, whether you work for yourself or whether you work for somebody else, if you work for somebody else, I can pretty much guarantee that you have 30 minutes to an hour that you don't get paid for by your job during the day. So use it. Get up, get away from your desk, get away from work, go outside, get some fresh air, get some natural life life light get some natural light is so important and this is something that I have really really started to program into my schedule when I'm working from home is to get up away from my desk for half an hour and go and walk my dogs during the day even if it's raining which is no fun whatsoever but getting that 30 minutes of being outside and getting that natural light can be a huge huge 
bonus for your body when it comes to the winter blues. Okay, number two is going to be no surprise to you right now because <laughs> you're listening to a podcast from a personal trainer. So exercise really is a huge help, especially in the mornings. And I know how hard it can be in the mornings when you're struggling with the winter blues to get yourself motivated. And I've been struggling, honestly, myself too. There's been days where I really have not wanted to do a workout at all which is not like me. And that was another big warning sign that I was struggling with this. So doing a workout, especially in the morning, when your cortisol levels are high in the morning when you first wake up and you're trying to kind of like, your body's trying to eliminate like um, that melatonin, the melatonin that helps you go to sleep, doing a cardio session with some HIIT training can really help to elevate your mood. And I know that the hardest part to this is getting started. And of course, there are a couple of things that you can do to help yourself with that. So having someone who is working out with you, having some kind of like accountability, getting motivated is key. And of course, a nice big dose of caffeine (laughs) from like a good pre-workout. And I've spoken about the pre-workouts that I use. And if you want me to share that with you, let me know, send me a message and I will share the link with you. But really, it is about maybe finding that way, that thing that is going to help you to do that workout. Because once you've done that workout, you're going to have those endorphins like pumping around your body and that is really going to massively impact your mood for the rest of the day. So if you can get over the getting started by whatever means you need to, then you are setting yourself up really, really well for the rest of the day. So you might want to use, like I said earlier, an accountability partner or what is often key, and this is something to think about through the winter months if this is something that you struggle with, is getting yourself a coach like me to help you through this process. Because if you're somebody who's bouncing out of bed in the summer months like I do, and you're like, yeah, let's get going, let's do the thing, but you're struggling through the winter to stay consistent with your workouts, with your nutrition, having a coach during those tougher months could be a really good strategy to use to help keep you on track. So you might want to maybe get a personal trainer. If you're maybe looking for some help from me, I could help you with the online programs that I use because they come with an app where we all check in with each other each day and you can see how you're getting on. We can motivate each other. We can voice note each other. Um, And my affiliate link to use those programs is in the show notes if you want to join in. And you can always grab that, use it. And then if you're part of this community, you can always be checking back with me to see how you're doing. If you need me to give you a kick up the butt, I can absolutely do that. Now, we often talk about exercise and when you're in your luteal and your menstrual phases, you're really gonna possibly be thinking about changing the type of exercise that you're doing. Because we know that sometimes these HIIT workouts can put extra strain on our body and trigger cortisol. Now, I'm going to say, though, that in these phases, if you feel like you have the energy to do it and you know that you're probably struggling with the winter blues, then go for it. Like because your mental health is really important for you as a mum 
a business owner, a working mum, your mental health is key. And that is what is going to be the thing that helps you to get through the rest of the day. So if you you get up in the morning and you're in your luteal and your menstrual phase and you think, do you know what, I'm struggling mentally, it would do me good to do a really sweaty cardio hit session to get the endorphins pumping. Go for it. Because although it might trigger more cortisol in your system, the knock-on effect is going to be so much greater. Like the pros far outweigh the cons, in my opinion, in this case, because you're going to be better when it comes to your work. You're going to feel better. You're going to show up better for your kids, for your family. You're less likely to be craving those carbohydrates. So you're more likely to make better food choices. So I think in this case, the pros of doing the workout is probably going to far outweigh the cons. Okay, next up, tip number three is all about managing your stress. And we talk about this a lot on this podcast and I'm gonna do an episode about stress and how it can impact your weight loss journey. But really, when it comes to managing your stress, you need to unpack the things that are causing you stress in the first place and think about how you're coping with them. And obviously, if you're feeling stressed, then you probably haven't got the right strategies in place or systems in place to help you with that stress. So do you have systems and plans in place for dealing with that? And if not, and you feel like this is way, way too overwhelming for you to cope with, this again is where having a coach like me can help you because within the productivity package that I offer, and the link to that is of course in the show notes, I can help you to unpack what your stresses are. I can help you to overcome like challenges and obstacles that you're facing. We can get really clear on what it is that you want to achieve over a 90 day period. And we can dig into your schedule and build an action plan for when you're gonna get the stuff done. So that way it removes that stress for you. And often just having a fresh set of eyes on what's going on can really, really help you to get a different perspective and help reduce that stress. And of course, you get to check in with me via Voxer in between sessions so that you can, you know, like get some extra support if you need it. And the link to the productivity is in the packet in the show notes. I can't talk properly today. Um, The link to that is in the show notes. And there are two links. There's a UK link for to pay in pounds. And there's also a US link to pay in dollars. That productivity package is open to five people every month. So if you try and sign up and it doesn't let you, then it will automatically put you onto a wait list for the next month because those packages are going super quick at the moment. Okay, tip number four is light therapy. And light therapy is about using a light box um, and the light within this box mimics outdoor light. And research believe that this type of light can actually cause the same sort of chemical change in the brain so that it lifts your mood and it helps with those hormones that we mentioned earlier in the episode. It helps with the production of serotonin. It helps to reduce the melatonin. It helps your body to be in the right state as if it was getting the right amount of sunlight. So it really does help to reduce the symptoms of sads or the winter blues 
Now, generally, the light box should provide an exposure to what is known as 10,000 lux of light. So it's like a really super bright light, but you have to buy the ones, you can't just go and grab a light bulb. You really do need to like do your research and buy a good light box. And I managed to get quite a portable one so when I was teaching and I wasn't getting the sunlight that I needed this light box really was my savior and I put it on my desk in the classroom when the kids went in the class and it just really really helped me so if I was sat at my computer or if I was planning lessons or I was marking books I had this light on and it was mimicking the sunlight and I also used to make sure that I would have all of the blinds open in the classroom as much as I possibly could and I did even rearrange my classroom so that my desk was as close to the natural light as possible which actually in some of the classrooms that I taught in meant that I was almost sat by the door but it did really really help me it might have been a bit chilly but it meant that I could have the door open and I had a lot of light coming on me which was really really good in terms of finding them I think some great brands and the brand that I have used and still have is a brand called Lumi. So there are ones that have um, like alarm clocks on them and the clock comes on and it sort of like increases the light as if the sun was rising. So you sort of have your your wake up time and then prior to that the light will gradually increase in your room so it's more of a natural sort of awakening process rather than your alarm goes off and you're just like oh my goodness like crazy town um and there's also one that I really really like as well and I think it's by Lumi and it's that light alarm clock but it also diffuses essential oils and point five of my top tips, number five, is about essential oils because these really can be such a great help to boosting your mood. If you're struggling with the winter blues, if you're struggling with seasonal affective disorder, like energy boosting oils, like like all the citrusy ones, like grapefruit, lemon, orange, tangerine, all of those kind of things, are quite low cost but they are real mood boostings so you can pop some oils like in a diffuser like in these alarm clocks that are also diffusers and that sort of you know mixes the oil with water vapor in the air and it smells amazing but it's such a good thing to do in the morning when you get out of bed is to put that sort of diffuser on and I always have one going when I'm doing my workout in the morning because it does really like you smell that orange smell and it makes you think of summer and you know walking like being in the Mediterranean or something like that it just really makes you think of summer holidays and lemon groves and orange groves and I think about that for the holidays I went on to Spain and Italy when I was younger and it really really does like boost your mood if you're using like a high quality essential oils like the ones that I use from doTERRA you could also pop just a couple of drops into the palm of your hand and then rub your hands together just to create a little bit of heat and just inhale that scent and just enjoy that smell for a few moments honestly it just is so invigorating and so energizing I just I love it my my living room smells of oranges in the morning it really really does help me feel 
feel more energized. And you can also get um, from doTERRA as well, you can get like these essential oils in a roller in like a blend. And there's one that I love that's called Energize. And it's like a mix of sort of citrus and pepperminty smells. So it's really, really energizing. And you roll that on the pulse points on your body. So you could put it like on your wrist. If you're doing a workout, you could put a little bit sort of like on your, on I'm just trying to like describe it. I'm I'm pointing to it as I'm talking in the microphone, but that doesn't really work when you're doing a podcast, does it? So you could put it onto your um like your clavicle um so that as you're sweating, you're going to like inhale that smell as well. Love 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 that. It's a really really good um good tip for boosting your mood and of course the link to the doTERRA oils my affiliate link is also in the show notes um when you use my affiliate links it just helps to fund this podcast so I am going to share those unashamedly so those are my top five tips for overcoming the winter blues and if you are making sure that you are looking after yourself you're exercising you're moving you're getting as much natural light as possible then of course if you're on a weight loss journey it's going to mean that you are more likely to stay on track with your weight loss because when you're feeling down and feeling a bit like you know depressed you're more likely to want to crave those carbohydrates you're more likely to grab the chocolate and the sweets to try and give you that like sugar dopamine kind of rush and if you're looking after yourself properly then you're less likely to be grabbing those sorts of food now I just want to finish up with a reminder that if you are struggling with these things and you feel like you cannot cope on your own, you must go and see your doctor and grab some medical advice. Because of course, there are so many things that we can do to look after ourselves and take responsibility for our own health and our own mental well-being. But sometimes we do need an additional little bit of help. And that is absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. Okay, my friend, I really hope that helped and I did mention quite a few things in this episode so I mentioned the online workouts you can find the link to join my online workout community in the show notes if you want some one-to-one coaching you can grab the productivity package and the link to that is also in the show notes and the link to the doTERRA essential oils that I mentioned is also in the show notes for you as well I really hope that this has helped you Please, if you know someone who might be struggling with this right now, particularly if you're in the UK like me, I know there are probably lots of us out there who are not feeling on top form because we are struggling with the winter blues. Please share this episode with them. And if it did help you, scroll down in iTunes and leave me a five-star review. I love hearing from you. I hope this has blessed you, my friend. As always, have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.